This is Brother Son. This is the late night hour. Ujama <laughs> <laughs> plays after dark. <laughs> you you gonna hear us serenade the mics tonight? <laughs> Light your candles and dim the lights down. <laughs> Make sure you get them roses ready for your baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> you got Barry White. <laughs> Oh, no, no, man. <laughs> a Black Man Sketch, a podcast by Ujama Men. Welcome back to a Black Man Sketch. This is Trey, a.k.a. Magic Journey. This is Trevor Griffiths. Um, we have a special guest with us today. Uh, we have Gary Yell with us. He's uh, one of our coaches, you know, and a uh, you know, fellow friend, I feel like it, you know. <laughs> um, so today our topic is on black love and relationships. Um, and we're going to touch base on a, a few little things that I feel like is, in a black man's point of view, uh, is important to us. So welcome to the show. Welcome to all the show, right, Mr. Right. Gary Yell. I appreciate you brothers having me here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. Yeah, of course, of Not course. Not a problem. You know, we wanted you to be on the show anyways. You know, you're a strong brother, you know gotcha. what I mean? Gotcha. You got a strong point point of view, in, our, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so a question I want to share is, what is your point of view on black love? Mm. My point of view on black love. Love. When I first think about just being with another sister and how powerful the vibe can be mm-hmm. between a strong sister and a strong man, I think strength is the first perception that I get. Mm. Uh, because you have a lot of very strong sisters, women out there who had to fortify themselves, man, based on our mistakes and the way that we was acting. You know, a lot of women wanted to follow the man and they ended up, you know, uh, doing what the songs tell them to do. They trying to follow, but drop this and do Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Now they want to sell drugs. Some women are becoming men. I mean, they, they've had to this, the women have had to do everything they possibly can really just to exist or to even appeal to the so-called man's eyes, depending on the men that are available. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. What you're saying, yeah. uh, so when I think about black love, man, I, I think about it as being real powerful. It's real strong. It's special. It's unique. It's very sacred um, because you already know our people have been through so many different struggles yeah. separately as well as collectively. That's what I think of when I think of black love. Was that too much? No, no, no. Of course. You shared a, a great amount. Uh, I feel that this is very important to have that type of aspect, mm-hmm. you know, because... You know, black love is a powerful thing. I think you can also have black love in different forms, you know. You, You're right. You, oh, go ahead. I just had you know, it. <laughs> I just had it. You just grabbed my arm. I was like, oh. <laughs> when you think of black love, too, you got to think of that word love. Like, a lot of us don't love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, if I call myself or you a nigga, and if I call her the B word, H word, stuff like that, obviously, I have no love for self or her. Yeah, degrading both of you. Most definitely. So I think like black love is first off, you have to love yourself. Once you have love for yourself, you've cultivated a garden. You understand? And now Mm -hmm. you can give plants and flowers, so to speak, to other people. You can pass that love around, you know, and you can give it to the sister. Even if she don't respect herself, you can still keep giving her, Mm -hmm. you know, this love and attention and respect to where it's like, golly. You know, this man really sees me as something else. I think that's very powerful. 
I think another aspect of black love is helping these sisters get off of uh, welfare and Section 8 and all these degrading government tricks that keep them underneath the table to where they can't never aspire to be nothing better because they think they're saving money by paying $75 a month. Yeah, and being, I'm independent, you know what I mean? Like it, and <laughs> exactly. It, and it's really, you know, you're pulling away from the other black man, you know. You, you're taking that the government over your man, so it's kind of crazy that you, you're willing to sacrifice that person that really trying to love you for somebody that's trying to use you for your money. Mm-hmm. You know, that, and I think it's important for black love to really be a strong type of thing because we could we could tear down a, a a whole country if we really come to a, a unified area mm-hmm. you know so i think being able to have those type of functions and push forward you know it would be great for us to really uh be dignified when we use our words in a proper manner, you know, instead of, you know, you don't have to be always corny calling, Hey queen, Hey king, you know, you can be like, how you doing sister? You know, how you, how are you, how's your day? You know, you just, just be cordial around the people that you're around. You know what I mean? That's right. I'm going to jump in here for a second. You guys were talking about how love is kind of be, can be different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, like you were saying, Gary L about how, uh, how pretty much the whole, that old independent piece It's like, do you think that may play a role when it comes to, you know, men in here at Ujamaa, they're trying to come up, they're trying to do their work here. They're trying to find, they're trying to find a career or a job or something to have some stability. But when you go out there and this is what the kind of stuff you see and be strong, independent, all that kind of stuff, uh, the women want to be that way. And the men want to be that way too. They want to be providers for, um, their spouse or their children, stuff like that. But seeing that, I'm like, man, I want to have a family. I want to be able to have like an actual black household, family household, that that, that nuclear family once again. Mm-hmm. Like, where is that? Mm-hmm. And I just want to ask, do you think maybe, um, maybe I don't want to say the generation, but the culture is kind of with the music and everything that promotes all these kind that of negative shifting. stereotypes. Yeah, that, that shift. So what I'm asking is, do you believe that a lot of the imagery and narratives that we see today in society and how they affect relationships between black men and black women, just love and relationships in general, do you think that those narratives play a role in how we treat each other? Most definitely. Most definitely. It's like our own stereotype upon ourselves. And not not just that, though, Trevor, you got to remember the experience that you had plays a big role in how we treat each other. That plays a huge role. And when you like come across somebody we don't always see is the tree, you know, the each person in my metaphor that we have to use when we teach mm-hmm. and my metaphor, every human being is like a tree because you can tell a lot about that person from the fruit that they bear, mm. whether through their words fashion designs, reading, conversation, etc. These are the fruits that each one of us bear. With that being the case, you can't see the roots mm-hmm. of that tree. <laughs> the roots are hidden mm-hmm. deep underground, but the tree's still strong. <clears throat> but sometimes I think we forget, yeah, the narratives, the imagery, like certain movies, videos, Lord have mercy, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the things that we see and hear with our senses can really poison 
they poison our uh, decision making, you know, and and our discernment, you know, because now we got this America system taking place within fifty percent of your mind, to where it makes you make your decision based on what you've taken in. So yeah, I agree. That happens a lot. Did that answer it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I needed that. I really needed to hear yeah, that. Yeah, it um, really does. Um, and we don't give each other a chance, bro, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Soon as somebody, even myself, like I got to speak for myself, um, coach at Ujama, good brother, et cetera, mm-hmm. work, two jobs, all of this, married. Man, let one thing happen wrong. <laughs> Knock you off your path. You, whoa, what? I'm ready to go. Look, this, I'm done. This all. I'd be ready to leave it alone because I think we kind of like a lot of us are on edge in a mm-hmm. way. If y'all feel me in that aspect, we on edge. And then you know, men men are rational creatures. Mm-hmm. I'm logical. Mm-hmm. I don't feelings. They can change. I can love you. Wake up. You getting on my nerves. But mm-hmm. that doesn't determine, you know, what I'll really do for you. My emotions don't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Rationally, I know you need my help. You, I know you're going through something, so I'm not tripping with that. But when we start to see a pattern take place, uh, whether with the sister or the sister with the brother, that's something you got to take heed to and notice. Because those patterns, if they're disrupting what you have going on and what you stand for, you Jama, we about building men here, mm-hmm. making you independent. You ain't going to be living with no female and... Uh, mm-hmm. You can't have your own place. You have no record of, of employment history, rental history, car note payment, nothing. No, uh, you jama's about we making men, you know, individual and independent so mm-hmm. they can stand up right so that when they meet the female, shoot, you got to come with it. Or let yeah. me go ahead and take care of you so I ain't bring you up with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Either we going to meet or you follow my guidance. I got you. Yeah. Right. And, um. But, yeah, just like when you speak about, like, the imagery. Man, my history, my roots, and sometimes with relationships, my woman is Asian, considered really black. She grew up um, in the hood. Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, She was only attracted to African-American brothers because she actually came from the islands. And uh, if you know anything about Asia, I think I just told you Mm -hmm. yesterday how Asia saw the black man. They called the black man a hidden dragon. They said that the black man don't even know what he is. And we know the dragon in Asia is like the top-notch symbol. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right or wrong? Yeah, That's the top-notch symbol. <laughs> and I remember when I heard that. So I, I say that to say, you know, um, I'm in a uh, relationship with a sister from the islands uh, who, real strong, roots, mm-hmm. underground, hidden, but had to be tough in this society. And I think sometimes we forget what women have been through, ma'am. And and sometimes we might not have the patience, the understanding, or we don't sit down and talk to them, and then they won't trust us if we didn't already threw something in their face that they told us. Yeah. Worst thing you could do to a woman, if especially if you're trying to learn about her, you throw something in her face, oh, she's going to shut down. Facts. She'll probably never bring that that's, up again. That's facts. It's <laughs> not good to do that. They test it by saying, oh, well, you know, I used to wear booty shorts. Maybe that's just a... Test to see what you, girl, what happened? Then you get mad one day and you you remember them shorts you told me? You ain't even see the shorts. Never seen. (laughs) You just heard. You got the whole little gown on, covered, like, you know. (laughs) Always dressed modestly. You only see her eyes and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and let you bring him up, and then that let her know. Dang, you been thinking about that? Yeah, this man's hostile. Hostile. <laughs> so yeah, we gotta <laughs> make sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say one more thing. Um, just speaking on that and communicating with some of the brothers here at Ujama, um, just how their relationships with maybe with their women and stuff like that, and how they've pretty much they've carved out a space for those relationships. And we know how difficult those can be, especially as black men of maintaining those relationships. It's, it's one thing to get the woman. It's another thing to maintain it. Ooh, I say that all the mm, time, yes. bro. Yeah. So again, seeing these relationships um, that you jama men here have with their spouses and stuff like that. I'm like, cool. They've carved out a little niche for that relationship, regardless of what they're going through here. This is why they're here. And I think I'm like, wow, they can come to you, Jama, still facilitate relationships to what extent? I'm not sure, but whatever it is, whether it's functional or dysfunctional, they still have one. Right. And they've like, whether it's off and on there again, you has allowed them to, again, like facilitate those relationships regardless. Mm-hmm. And I think again, this, that sense of community and seeing them like that's, Love. Will you agree, Trey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, especially, you know, coming to Ujamaa, uh, besides the women, just having that community of men around you, you know, you have a conversation with brothers that, you know, that can speak on the same level that you speak, you know, and have the same understanding, and you guys are all learning from each other. I feel like that's a sense of love as well because then now you have a, a group of people that's willing to back you because you guys all understand each other, understand the goals that you got trying to fulfill, you know, and being able to, you know, have conversations that you may feel is uncomfortable, you know, put you in a put you in a, a situation where you have to answer a question, you know, in order to break down a barrier to make yourself feel in a way is a, a, a comfortable situation now. Like now it's like, you know, it's like a, a weight off your shoulder, you know, like like a. Uh, uh, like situations like um, I would say I was in a situation with a girl, you know, and, you know, I, I, I was in I could have done multiple things. You know, there's you know, we there's always this farce like you get in a relationship. Other girls start to approach you, you know, you're like, oh, you know, you you, you single. Nobody's approaching you. You approach this girl. You get in a relationship. Now that you're in a relationship, all these girls approaching you. Mm-hmm. And now you have temptations all around you throughout that time. And, you know, I had, I was with my girl for, like, years, you know. And throughout the entire years, it was, like, friends. Her friends was approaching me, you know. Girls that I've known for a while was approaching me to, you know, just just to put me in a situation, you know, just throwing temptation at me, you know. But, but I... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did I did I did I fall into it? No, that's not what I was going to ask. Would you? I was going to ask a more important question. Yeah. Did you know why they were doing that? Uh, I felt like because I was in a in a form of light where it's like okay, I I have potential. Like there's that's how I view it, and you know, the people look at it as like okay, girls really trusting you. You must have some type of potential or some type of thing that you're going to be able to succeed in if she's willing to take that sacrifice in you. Because at that at that time, I was actually got kicked out of the parents crib, you know, and then I was moving in with her and her friends. And 
I was I wasn't working, but I was still able to provide. Well, you actually hit it right. Women, women, especially sisters, have a way of seeing potential in men. Mm-hmm. Women have a way, and sometimes men become more desirable when they're actually already connected with someone else. Now, the woman might not know that. Some of them might, mm-hmm. you know, and they they have that uh, territorial type of of uh, culturalistic way, just like the men do. Yeah. Let me see if I can, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know I'm bad, you know, such a, and ju- it could be a test just to see. And um, not that that's a good or a bad thing. Sometimes people just want to see what they got, what they mm-hmm. working with. Can I get, but obviously they saw something in you. Women, sisters can see that a lot. They can see potential. They yeah. can see it, man. And yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. And then nice. when you get connected with somebody, now you're, you're taking potential, your potential that belongs somewhere else, but mm-hmm. they still have to, you know, just try. Is it possible? Maybe something's going wrong with Trey and uh, yeah. Beyonce. Right? <laughs> you know, Beyonce, Bay. <laughs> I, I just wanted to mention, uh, Trey and I were speaking about this last night in the car. Uh, I was taking him home. We were like, we sat there for about an hour and a half just talking about, again, like just relationships and that potential part. It's very important. And I used the metaphor about how oak trees and like rain, uh, trees in the rainforest, how oak trees, they take a long time to grow. They have that potential. And people know that from a sapling, like it's an oak tree. It's going to take some time to develop as long as so long as it has the good soil, gets the sunlight, gets mm-hmm. watered. It has that support. Again, like I said, the, uh, for the analogy is that men are like oak trees. Women are like rainforest trees. They spread out real quick. It's competition. Got to get to the top. Got to get all the sunlight, get all the rain. We're men, again, oaks, very strong trees. It takes us a long time to develop and grow into our potential. Mm-hmm. People fall in love with that potential. And so, again, uh, referencing that to Trey in that potential piece is that finding a place where we can go to find that support so we can grow, so we can prosper and I think um, being here at Ujama and like talking with Trey and the other brothers here about this type of stuff, where they're going, mm-hmm. are they getting the right support? Mm-hmm. Like how is Ujama helping them? What path are they on mm-hmm. so they can get to where they want? Mm-hmm. Cause I know, I don't know. I can speak for, I don't know if I can speak for you, Trey or brother Hassan or you, Gary L, but having that sense of community allows you to, I guess, open up more about mm-hmm. to have these kind of conversations uh, with one another and saying, okay, you were, you were married and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, I can aspire to that. Mm-hmm. That's something I want. How do you get there? How can I get that, get there through Ujama? Mm-hmm. And how long is it going to take? Through Ujama, first off, it's just like we had just spoke of. Ujama helps you become an independent man, mm-hmm. black man, African-American man in America, regardless of your history or record. Ujama helps you build upon your own potential, mm-hmm. whether you're a fashion designer or recording producer, true? true. Or a poet. Yeah. Ujama helps you cultivate whatever you're good at, and then it helps you build upon it and gives you avenues to where you become an independent man. So now you become an independent man. You got a rental history. You're paying your own rent now. You have your own job. You know, you're not living with friends or off of somebody else mm-hmm. in a hazardous situation in a basement or something like that where you can't even use the address, right? right. So if Ujama's helping you do this, then you got to look. Your, 
your whole perception of yourself is going to change first off about yourself. So it's definitely going to change. It should change about the female that you unite with Mm -hmm. and start sharing your time with speaking with nine times out of 10, like you said, women develop. Yes. I don't know, five, 10, 15 years faster (laughs) than we do. And you can see that as children, you'll see the little girl, she'll be playing with dolls and houses, making tea, dinner, uh, food. She might slap the little baby boy with the doll, et cetera. Boys, we don't do nothing but run trucks in the walls. <laughs> we have no That's organization. Mm-hmm. We don't have, we don't know how to organize dinners and, and things like that. They learn that at a young age, which means the woman is the planner. You have to, when you become independent after Ujama helps you, it's highly suggested that you make yourself accessible to a woman who wants to help you. Mm-hmm. Sir. Not to somebody who appeals to your senses. Mm. Two different things. That's real. A model or say, to, so to speak, a, uh, a trophy, all they can do is stand still. Yeah, and look pretty. And look pretty. And look pretty. You're going to have to put her on the hood of your car and, I mean, uh, stand it right there when you get on stage. <laughs> but they're not really helping you. That's just a trophy. You don't need a trophy. You have to have an assistant. Yeah, have somebody. That's making any sense? Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. Just makes, having that woman that, you know, has some type of substance to her conversation. And listen, and here's the thing, like the potential that she saw in you, bro, it's in every one of our sisters, bro. And if you like, if we become independent, let's say you, Jama, we build with each other six months, a year, we become strong men. You see a suffering sister. You can't help build her up after you've been helped. Right. Right. That's what it's all <laughs> That's what it's all about is now you get to share what you learned here and see how powerful it is. Right. Let me see how much I can take and bear. She going to drive you crazy. Of course. <laughs> she going to drive you crazy. But that's the good thing about black love again. You know, that is that you're willing to go these lengths to still let her know, hey, man, you're really a queen inside. I don't care if I got to tell you 59 times. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think um – being able to be in that position to be like, yo, this is my queen, like, mm-hmm. and and helping somebody, yeah. you know, build themselves up and yep. let them know that they have that untapped that. potential, untapped, and you're able to yes. get there, untapped. You know that now is now is more substance to to their viewpoint of you. Now y'all now mm-hmm. is y'all in a position to help both y'all each other mm-hmm. grow, and you know I think that's really important. That's right, um, and that's why I try to look in for a woman as well. You know. Even though I'm I'm still in the position where I'm not I don't feel like I'm fully established. You know, I, I have a name for myself, but I'm not fully established to a point where I'm like, okay, I could do all of this on my own. I feel I still want to do things that I I want to get done in the position that I am in. Mm-hmm. By yourself? Yeah. Gotcha. But I'm I You need. Same. Yeah, you, you know need. You were going to say need. Yeah. I was, and want. <laughs> you was confused between need and want. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to pick the right word. <laughs> I saw it. You need what? I, I feel like I need somebody that's that's willing to, you know, you know, take sacrifices for me, what, what I would do for them. Man, you definitely need that, bro. It's right. Man, I can't think of the statement, but when I first looked at becoming a husband, my wife told me to look at what the word meant. Right. And I was like, oh, here you go. So I looked up the word and one of the definitions was uh, a respected 
uh, individual in society. It didn't say nothing about how just being with her, but it said like a respected individual in society, period. Because I guess society looks as a, at a husband and a wife as, whoa, okay, you know, that's kind of sacred. You know, you special individual if you went that far. Um, and then you got to think, bro, how far sisters can propel you. I mean, it was your mom most likely that helped you walk your first steps. So you needed her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the walker, but, you know. And then she, she, she bought it. it. She <laughs> he said it was the walker. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, she provided that walker for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some, and then some, I mean, some people teach, bro, the woman is 50% of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you missing your better half. Yeah, it's good to be independent, et cetera. But, bro, two is way better than one. I've had so much help. Since I actually got married, it's like it opened up so many doors in different ways. It, it just was, it was strange, bro. I even slept better. <laughs> wow. I did. I slept totally better like the first two, three days. Um, It just changed. It's, 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 it was, uh, how can you say, it was just a lot of growth. And you know, there's going to be, like I said, you know, those uh, tough times and struggles, disagreements, but you have to give a little and take a little. You have to accept them, mm-hmm. you know, for the faults that they have. But I think the problem a lot of us do is we focus on the fault too much. You have a scale, bro. And I don't know if you ever seen that movie by Janet Jackson or who, who was it? Uh, Tyler Perry. Why did I get married? Oh, yeah. I'll let <laughs> and you remember Janet Jackson was in the. She was a counselor. Yeah. <laughs> and she there was they kept having problems with their relationship. You remember what Janet said? She said, take a piece of paper and write down all the The things you like and then the things you don't like. And And then look at the What weighs out the other, yeah. What weighs out the two. Mm You're going to have it in every relationship. You ain't never going to find somebody that don't do something that you don't like. Yeah. It's not going to happen. And sometimes some cons you could change, you know. What? Or them cons can work for you. Yeah. You know, it's like habits, you know. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, you could work with some of them cons and make it a pro. But now I think one another, I think I know another thing, though, that men need to learn is men really, really need to learn about women. Yeah. We don't know the half. And I say that in all honesty. They're they're simple but complicated. (laughs) You know, because oh, brother, they have, complicated through simplicity. They have yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to think these 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 creatures, divine creatures, have a whole reproductive system that grows inside of them, bro. Yeah. You mean to tell me they ain't gonna be complex? I was there when my daughter was born. Wow. Yeah. It was, hey, we're dealing we're dealing with something real serious, and I would suggest like reading "Men Are from Mars, Women from Venus." Very good book. Um, other books that uh, talk about, you know, just relationships, I think it's really good to do because we don't know. Once I really realized that I didn't know a lot of things about a woman, it made me humble myself. I had to mm-hmm. shut up. Let me shut up. Let me listen more. And I started listening to her, and she would express herself, but we'd be thinking we're such captains and save and, you know, men want to be, I'll do it. <laughs> I can take care of it, baby. That's true. That's Superman syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. And really the woman is like, shut up, dude. I don't want you. I just want you to listen. Yeah. I don't want you to save nothing. Just listen to my day. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot of different things that brothers do not know about women. And that's what we need to take the time to find out. Yeah. They they are very conversational people. You know, they like to 
they hate to let you know what's, what's going on in their lives. You know, that's why I've, that's why I found out mm-hmm. um, through the relationship I did have with my ex. You know, and I also found out a few things that I was lacking in my relationship as well. You know, I was able to really uh, take heed in those situations. But okay, you know, after the break, I was able to reflect and be like, okay, what what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. What did I feel like she could have done better? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, I'm just focused on me because. She's not. She's not really gonna be a part of my life like that. Now I have to. I have to build myself up to be ready for the next person that I'm gonna meet. Gotcha. Well, you know, we just spoke about how a man needs a woman. Mm-hmm. The woman needs to know that she needs a man. Yeah, it true. works vice versa. It do. You know, and and it would be up to you to try to teach her why. Yeah. She needs a good partner and a man. How would you do that? When you got shows that come on TV talking, about, I don't need no man. All these songs and stuff they sing, and you you see what's happening out there now, where the women are like, "Shoot, we'll kick it with each other." Um, shoot, right, can I say something about that? Go ahead. Um, again, like Trey and I were talking about that last night. Yeah, um, how we'll have when they don't engage with men like when I'm when we go out whether at the club or just out in public and stuff like that or just in those groups those um I guess environments where there's men and women where we gravitate towards like last night we had the birth equity um organization come here mm-hmm. and we we're a part of it a lot of women in there we had a few men more men in there than <laughs> I've ever seen but how we gravitated to one corner it's mm-hmm. like no one was really speaking to us I'm like why is that I'm like, again, I don't think that has to do with the whole I'm strong and independent. But again, a lot of them are raising children by themselves. And some of the men there we have, we're single dads as well. But mm-hmm. we're not coming together to have that dialogue or those conversations about those things. So Who's, Whose fault is that? I don't know. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> well, you have to remember the man is the aggressive. Have you ever seen the symbol for the man and the woman? Mm-hmm. The man's symbol is a circle with an arrow. And the woman is receptive. A lot of brothers aren't making them steps to go and even talk to them. But mm-hmm. a lot of brothers ain't coming to you, Jama, to learn how to be an individual. You know, it's a lot of steps that we're not doing, bro. It really falls back upon the man himself, man, for the, for the disruptive nature that they're going through. Because remember, they're trying to copy what we do so that maybe they'll be attracted or, or they'll be attractive Am I making any sense? Bro? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do want to speak on that uh, piece though. Like when when they say like I don't know, man. You know, I'm independent. Like I, I feel like that's just glorified too much in our community mm-hmm. as individuals. Because like there's there's other communities that don't. They're they're more uh, focused on you know you make sure you get your stuff right. You find an appropriate man. You know, even if you get divorced, make sure you're settled. Make sure you have. A savings, you have a rainy day funds, you have all this stuff set up. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to a, a lot of different cultures, mm-hmm. and they're really focused on having a partner in their lives instead of focusing on, oh, uh, you know, they're still focused on themselves, but they, they want to be able to build. You know, you can't build yourself without another person reflecting off of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. having, that, having that mindset of I'm independent, you know, is actually going to be harder for both individuals. You know, because now now you're in a situation where y'all both are struggling. Now y'all both have these, this this mindset 
your head, your head is pounding like you got all night like working two, three jobs to just get by so you can glorify. Oh, I'm by myself. I'm doing everything on my own. Mm-hmm. But really, you're actually stressed out and you, you don't ha- you don't have nobody to talk to. Even if you're talking to your friends, you won't, you got limited time because you're working all these jobs to be independent. Like that's that's not something I feel is needed in our community. We're I feel unity is the, the strongest piece in our community when we're together. You know what I mean? Like when we're actually together, we get a lot of stuff done in a short amount of time because with our capabilities, you know what I mean? Like we have a lot of capabilities to get things done. And, you know, independence is cool and all, but this, there's, there's not a tribe in this world that, that glorifies independence. Mm-mm. Man, we had um, a lovely Somali woman come in yesterday and sat down with us. We had a discussion and she spoke about the community and our culture because it's, it's different. She's from uh, Somalia, but what she was talking about was that how here in America we have that individualism, whereas over there in their culture they have that collectiveness. And we speak about collectiveness uh, when it comes to racial identity and stuff like that. Like this is how our people used to be, mm-hmm. and trying to find that dynamic. Like how do we pull that back in? Like where how did we lose it and why haven't we returned back to it? Cause we can have these conversations till the sun comes up about, well, we need this sense of community. Uh, we talk about community, 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 but where's the unity? Mm-hmm. That's the key that's missing. And I think again, with the whole strong independent piece is like, it's I'm getting tired of hearing it all the time. It's just in your face. Like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. But you are strong and independent but you're not looking at the relationship part. Are you neglecting areas in your life that can mm-hmm. help you grow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, As we know, right. Like Gary had said that it takes two. Mm-hmm. You need the woman and the man or however your relationships are, you still move forward better mm-hmm. with two people. Right. So two heads are better than one. Mm-hmm. And just want one more thing about that. Um, hopefully Trey can chime in on this a little bit before we close out. But is there any goals that maybe our audience should should really strive for? We hear them all the time. Uh, I feel uh, some goals. I I'm a personally work on. Um, if others are willing to, you know, just take time for individuals. Even I have I have female best friends that I don't have intimacy with, you know, and I still have that. You know, we're still able to have that conversation about you know, relationships, you know, so even if you take, you, you don't have to always have a sexual partnership with a female. So being able to take the initiative to be like, okay, I want to just have a conversation with this person. Let me get your point of view from a, a woman's perspective, you know, and I'm going to give you my point of view from a men's perspective and see what we can actually do to close that gap, you know, and I mean, it's community. You got to communicate to have that unity in the community. So being able to have that situation it would be great for growth. That's how I, I view it, at least. I view relationship goals. They should be established, whether in the beginning, in the in in the beginning or in the middle, such as communication, um, understanding what kind of goal do we have? Do you want to be successful? And the independent thing. Each one of us is going to be independent, but we'll still be together. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? That's highly possible, and people forget that. Um, all kind of goals can be established in a relationship. 
and and that's the fun part to see if you both you know can achieve them. And I think again, it takes humility from the man and the woman. We both have to submit to each other in a way. We have to compromise, and we have to be able to meet each other halfway. I have to be able to do away with my personal ego, feelings, whatever, in order to support you. Like I have a relationship. I have a goal in my life. My relationship is to just stay married forever. Until it's all over with. I'm trying to get that too. My goal, yeah. (laughs) It's gotten to the point where I feel like, man, I I married this person. This is my wife. I'm going to exhaust all options, man, to bring her up to the best, the most excellent position she could be in, Mm. you know, until it's over with. Because she worth it. Most definitely. (laughs) All right. Well, we're about to wrap it up. Um, Thank you for, you know, being a part of the podcast today. No problem. I appreciate you brothers inviting me. Yeah, it was a great conversation. I I feel like I learned a lot. It was it was something I even some things that I've learned for myself that I've never really took an initiative. Mm -hmm. So appreciate you being here for us. Not a problem. Not a problem. (laughs) Thanks for coming. All right. So we still we want to still show share our love to Brother Hassan for his loss. Um, It was a tragic incident with his brother. Um, He's here in spirit, but. No, he couldn't. He sadly couldn't be here with us right now. So, uh, just want to, you know, spread that love for him. Condolence to him, and his family right now, and I hope he gets to listen to this and he's proud of us. All right. Well, this is Trey signing off, and this is Trevor signing off.